Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. Today is the 23rd of March, 2021. My name is David Castle, a.k.a. Homage the Lion Killer, and thanks a lot for tuning in. I hope you're doing well out there and uh, maintaining your sanity through these totally insane times that we're living through. It really does seem like we're in the the final war for humanity sometimes. And you look around at how much the world has changed in just the past year um, or the past 20 years. You know, it's really changed a lot. And uh, it's just fucking crazy, really. <laughs> it's really crazy. Really, really nuts. And it will drive you crazy if you're, if you're um, always in the news cycle on social media, watching the news, or listening to, I don't know, social media, Twitter, Facebook, whatever people are talking about at the time, if you're always staying up to date on that, it could drive you fucking nuts, and I think that's what it's meant to do. So the latest uh, things that we have going on, there's a lot, obviously, but is the shootings. You had the Atlanta shooting where a 21-year-old white male went into these Asian massage massage parlors in Atlanta, and he shot a bunch of people, particularly these women, uh, which was totally horrific and, and crazy, and the media was um, immediately attribu- attributing it to white supremacy, saying that it was racially motivated, the kid was a racist, he hated Asian people, and they were trying to tie it back to Donald Trump and uh, the anti-Asian rhetoric that he had been spewing for the last year uh, since the coronavirus happened because he was calling it the Chinese flu or the Kung flu or whatever he was saying. So, um, you know, the obvious connection is to be made that this kid was a Trump supporter, he was a Republican, he was a racist, He and uh, that's why he went in and shot these ladies. But if you get down to the truth, you'll see that it wasn't that at all. Um, he was actually a sex addict, a self-described sex addict who went to these massage parlors um, to get his satisfaction from these women. And he felt bad about it, and he was religious, and uh, he blamed them for him having to go to hell, I guess, because of that. Um, because he because he gave in to his carnal desires, and he went in and shot him. Not saying that that's justified in any way, but the point being that the media will always try to make it about race and make it just to segment the the population and fragment society and uh, make it seem like everyone's racist. And that that's just what they do. And they, it's fucking crazy. And they make everything into like, a, now they're trying to do a, a Asian Lives Matter thing um, instead of the Black Lives Matter thing. So, and people will jump right on board with it. Uh, you see the the usual celebrities and and just people who go along with all that stuff and and jump onto the bandwagon. Um, they have to do their usual virtue signaling and come out to to ensure all of their followers that they're not racist and they don't hate Asian people and um, show their support and all of this stuff. And to me, it just seems very fake and um, opportunistic. And just racist in itself, because you make everything about race, and you don't look into any other causal factors, and everything is just skin deep, and that's just what they do nowadays, and it's really sad. 
And I see a greater agenda behind it, which is to just divide everybody, make it so we never unify as a country or or as a culture, and uh, make it seem like everybody hates everybody else, and you you just stir up all this resentment for people who don't look like you, or in the case of of like su- white super liberal people, um, super politically correct people who do whatever the news tells them. Uh, they hate themselves. <laughs> they're they're ashamed of who they are, and um, they see themselves as as Satan incarnate, I guess. And it's really strange just how that has been, um, how that's just become the norm, especially over the past year. But it's been something that's been brewing for a long time, and of course, it's all happening in conjunction with uh, the the our rights as a world really but especially in America and the western countries in particular uh, all of our rights being taken away under the guise of coronavirus and of course it's for our own good and all of that so so we're all being oppressed and we're all getting fucked by the government and having all this unjust stuff happening to us but then at the same time they they have to magnify what's happening to certain segments of the population to make it seem like they're the ones who are really getting oppressed. And you saw this with with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, which happened shortly after all of the lockdowns. And it was just to to stir up the resentment, just to stir up the shit that much more. They magnify certain news stories. And they're always ones that will be the most divisive. Because you, they know they'll have that segment of the population, like the MAGA supporters, um, who will like support the cops no matter what, because they're fucking brainwashed into that shit. And then they know they have um, like white, the the white liberal population, and also just the Democrat voters, and and the black population as well, who will go the other route, and it will they'll just make them clash with each other. So while they have that happening, they create that division. Um, meanwhile, they're, they're doing all of these incredible changes that are going to change the world for good, and they're really taking away our rights for good, but they're distracting us by making us fight amongst ourselves and, and make it seem like everyone's racist and, um, and just making us hate each other so, so we don't see what the real problem is, where it's this, the fucking Great Reset, Illuminati, New World Order motherfuckers who really control the government and control the puppets that they give us, people like Joe Biden, Donald Trump. Uh, they make it seem like, you know, we have all of these these problems amongst ourselves by magnifying certain isolated incidents. Meanwhile, they are um, changing the entire world as we know it, and they're they're introducing this new future for us, this new normal, in which... Everybody is oppressed, and everybody is equally um, having a shitty time. So you had that with the Atlanta shooting. Um, you know, there, there's been this uh, narrative being formed where there's like these attacks on Asian people, and you have to be suspicious anytime the media pushes anything like that because they just lie so much and they they just spin news stories to fit whatever narrative they're trying to push. So I haven't seen it myself. I don't know what's really going on. 
Uh, but you can definitely tell they're trying to provoke this hatred between races. And it's it's funny the way they do it because they're always uh, acting like they're the tolerant ones and they're the progressive people who just want everyone to get along and they want equality. Meanwhile, they're the ones making everything about race and everything about inequality and uh, just stirring up this resentment of people towards one another. So you had the Atlanta shooting. And then yesterday you have this shooting in Boulder, Colorado. And you have to be suspicious of any of these shootings, don't you? Ever since uh, you had Sandy Hook and all that shit and just all these suspicious mass shootings that have occur- occurred in recent history. You had the Las Vegas shooting, uh, Sandy Hook. And there was, there was a bunch of other ones too that were just like, there's a bunch of holes in the story. And people on YouTube, there used to be channels that were pretty much devoted to only that, like deciphering these shootings because there were so many of them. It seemed like every other day there was another mass shooting and uh, it, it, it seemed like it was a uh, a ploy to get people's guns, right? Um, to get people to give over their AR-15s because that's all they're used for is is just shooting up innocent kids. And when Sandy Hook happened, that's when Alex Jones came out and he was asking all these questions, and then they canceled Alex Jones, and that's when the big purge off of YouTube really started uh, happening in full force, and then all of these channels got deleted, and the censorship really went out into the open. And this was preceding all the COVID stuff, where it got amplified even more. Uh, The censorship, I mean. So I'm suspicious anytime I see another shooting in the news, and a lot of the times it has some numerology encoded into it, some some gematria that people are pointing out. And it kind of makes you raise an eyebrow like, hmm, I wonder if this was all staged. You never know because they do that shit, man. It fucking happens. And it's just, I don't know, it's just fucking crazy. So now you have this Boulder, Colorado shooting um, which yesterday everyone was saying, oh, it's just another white guy with an AR-15. He just had a bad day, and he's he just went and killed some people, and they're going to take him out to lunch and fucking, you know, give him the a four-course meal and then put him to bed and, and pat him on the back and say everything's okay. Whereas if he was black, they would have fucking lynched him right there and, and cut his throat, and he didn't even do anything or something. So they always try to make everything black and white, just like that. and uh, the But then it comes out that the guy was... His name was Ahmed Al Isa, so he's a he was a Muslim, and uh, that doesn't fit their narrative, because they they want to promote the narrative that every shooting is some racist white guy. So you had immediately after the shooting, um, all of these people, all these blue check mark type people on Twitter, who came out immediately and said, uh, "Well, I'll read some of them." Yeah, this guy, Andy, wait a second, wait a second. There was a whole thread of (laughs) people who just came out saying some bullshit without even knowing what the fuck's going on. Uh, A thread of people, this one, and they're they're all people from like the left, the ideological left who are are the people who control the media. But I don't believe in the left-right narrative at all. It's just you, you have to point out these differences where it's it seems like they really want this narrative to continue where they demonize um 
like a segment of the population. It's like they want white people to be racist serial killers or something. I'm not saying that that doesn't exist. There definitely are. Um, but they, it's like, it's almost like they want that. It's fucking weird. So you have this lady, Julie DeCaro, who says, extremely tired of people's lives depending on whether or not a white man with an AR-15 is having a good day or not. Uh, and then you have someone else who says, it's always an angry white man, always, and they're always angry about women. Um, what else we got here? Anyways, there was a fucking lot of them, and I, I was scrolling through Twitter, and it's like, I had to get off that shit, because you get tired of reading it, you know, it's because they're feeding into this brainwashing narrative, um, and it, it, they're just promoting this this idea that that is just doing nothing but further fragmenting society. They don't show any solidarity, like, oh, we need to, like, unite against these lunatics and and make sure this doesn't happen. You know, what is the real cause of this? They make everything black and white. It's like, oh, this guy is a killer because he's white. You know, because his skin is white, he is a killer. And that's no different than saying, oh, because this guy's black, he's a killer. So they make everything skin deep and they never they never examine the individual. They make everything about race or religion or something like that, anything that can be a divisive issue. And it's fucking disgusting, man. It's disgusting how racist these people are. And they they hide behind this facade of being progressive and being understanding and all about equality when they're the most racist people in the world. Uh, these, these different news reporters and Hollywood people and celebrities, uh, they're extremely fucking racist, if you ask me. And you you see it, you know, on their Twitters. Anytime this shit happens, they're always talking about race. You know, you got this guy, George Hahn, here says, when a white guy with an AR-15 shoots and kills a bunch of people, is the motive reality relevant? Spoiler alert on the motive, he was having feelings. Anger, inadequacy, in, invisibility, impotence, not special. So saying that it's just a disgruntled white man who uh, is angry with the world and that's why he kills people. And of course the police are going to let them get away with it because the cops are racist too. They're probably happy that he did it. So like I said, they're going to take him out to lunch and, and do all this stuff. But since this guy was was a Muslim, it doesn't fit the narrative that the media wants to push. And then it, it says the guy is 21, but you see this picture of him. He looks like he's like 50. He's like bald, short, pudgy guy. I don't know. It's just, it's a, it's a very suspicious news story. And anytime this type of shit happens, you have to question whether or not it happened at all. Because I, I saw the video of it where there's this guy filming outside of the grocery store. And he's all freaking out and he's he's pointing at these people laying on the ground and there's no like blood coming out there's no screaming from the people who were shot so assuming that they just died immediately without any blood or anything just like some of these other shootings that have happened and uh then there's he's like standing in the um the entryway to the store like the uh, automatic doors and then there's just this guy standing there who's like on his cell phone and he's just chilling he's like typical old dude trying to figure out how to use his cell phone, <laughs> you know, doesn't really know what's going on, 
And then the guy's like, oh, my God, there's a shooter. I, I don't know where he went. And then the guy trying to figure out his cell phone's like, oh, he's in the store. Yeah, he went in here. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, you're not freaking out? This fool with the fucking rifles in there shooting motherfuckers? And you're not tripping? Like, you're just trying to send out a text message? I don't know. It's always so suspicious. And you got to be like, what the fuck's really going on here? So I'm not saying it, it did or didn't happen. I'm just saying I'm suspicious of it. And I see I see it being twisted into a narrative and being used for an agenda. One agenda being the... Further division of people between white and black, whatever, any white Asian, anything to demonize white people or and and just make it so they fragment society and make it so we fucking hate each other and don't unite against all the bullshit that's really happening this past year, especially. And uh, on top of that, you know, demonizing guns and making it seem like anybody who wants to have an assault rifle, as they term it, is just a, a fucking mass murderer. And and uh, that's what's going to happen with the ultimate goal being that the government has a complete monopoly on um, on the, the threat of violence because they have all the guns. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see, I guess, uh, how many more of these continue to happen. Uh, but just reading from the short article, it says, um, Boulder shooter identified as 21-year-old Ahmed Al-Issa charged with 10 counts of murder. The suspect in the Monday afternoon Boulder, Colorado supermarket shooting, which left 10 dead, is 21-year-old Ahmed Al-Issa from Arvado, Colorado. So expect this not to be classified as terrorism and the motive to remain unclear for some time. Um, Alisa has been charged with 10 counts of murder after he opened fire at King Super's grocery store using a semi-automatic rifle. The victim's ages range from 20 to 65. He was shot in the leg and was in the hospital as of Tuesday morning. It's unclear how former President Trump motivated Alisa to carry out this attack, but we're sure Rachel Maddow and CNN will fill in the blanks. That's pretty accurate there. This is from, um, Zero Hedge. So, you know, typical shit, back to to having the mass shootings. It's just normal. So that will give the fuel to um, the predominantly Democrat-controlled government to to take away the guns and uh, all that shit, you know, just the usual, usual stuff. Now, uh, just to reiterate on how they're they're using the racial motivation for the other shooting that happened in Atlanta. Another story that's that's um that they're putting out there is that officers handcuffed the husband of one of the spa shooting victims for hours after the attacks. So as the story goes, uh this guy went in there with his wife to this massage parlor to get a couple hand jobs, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Just kidding, that's mean. Um, but And then the kid came in and fucking shot everyone. This kid kills this guy's wife, and he's in the other room getting a massage when all this shooting's, shooting happens. And, uh, and then the cops come, and then they arrest this guy and put him in handcuffs and take him down to the police station. And they're interrogating him and trying to find out what happened. And uh, this guy is Mexican, or he's Hispanic in, in some form of Hispanic. And... Um, Basically insinuating that the cops are racist for for trying to 
interrogate this guy and find out what happening, seeing if he had any connection to the shooter or anything like that. Um, but but that's just standard procedure. Like if someone is there uh, at the the scene and somebody's wife gets killed, like the husband is always the the number one suspect. That's just how they do it um, because you know the, usually the husband has the most motivation to kill his wife. That's just how it goes. Um, but then they, you know, they, they just make it into a racial thing and say that it's because this guy was Mexican. They think every Mexican is a murderer and, uh, you know, they were being racist against him and the cops are all racist. And what we'll see, it might not be due to these, um, these particular events, but I'm sure there are more coming. And I have an article about that, how there are more of these events planned, um, that I'll get into right now, but it what will happen is is more demonstrations. I think like who knows what what this summer holds for us, Th- where they they it's like the typical magician style where <clears throat> pay attention to what's happening over here so you don't see what's really happening over here. So they, I, it just feels like they use this narrative of the the racist cops and just racism in general and the shootings and all this shit to distract away from the reality of what's happening on a massive scale, on a global scale, which is the implementation of this fucking new world order, the one world government, man, where everyone dies, everyone gets fucking exterminated and replaced by the robots, and uh, you can't go anywhere without getting your fucking vaccine, your experimental mRNA emergency authorized vaccine, and... uh you know, you got to wear a mask everywhere. It's like no one is fucking speaking out against that shit, which is happening to everyone, which is completely unnecessary for this supposed pandemic that's happening where you don't like, don't you think if there was really a pandemic, we would fucking see some evidence of it? Don't you think you would know someone who like died or or like fucking was sick or at least? Especially how they portrayed it in the beginning <clears throat> with those videos out of China where people were just falling over in the fucking street and, you know, it's supposed to be this super deadly, scary virus. But, like, dude, look around, man. Are we really in a fucking pandemic? Would we even know that there was a pandemic if there wasn't all of these signs everywhere telling us that there was? Telling us to social distance? Telling us to wear a mask and do all this stupid, nonsensical bullshit? which is actually worse for your health than than fucking just not doing it at all, we wouldn't even know there was a pandemic or a new virus or any of that shit if it wasn't for the constant propaganda and brainwashing being used against us. And this is the biggest thing to ever happen to the world, ever. This is the end game. This is the final fucking solution right here. And they distract us and they get us turning against one another with these fucking, with these stories, man. And they make everything skin deep about race. And that's how simple it is to control the population because most people are that stupid where they, they reduce things to, uh, to only that. And it's funny how, you know, when events like this take place, all of a sudden everyone's an activist and everyone is concerned with the well-being of their fellow man and uh, they have to come out in virtue signal and show how progressive they are and how tolerant they are. When for the last year, it's like all these human rights have been taken away 
And all of this bullshit's been happening. All these businesses destroyed. Look what's happening to the fucking kids, man. You see these pictures of these kids in school in fucking, like, little bubbles and shit with with these masks on and these fucking shields in front of the masks. Looking like some futuristic fucking hell, really, is what it looks like. But nah, you're not going to speak out against that. That's cool. You support that. But when somebody is accused of being racist, oh, you're going to jump on the bandwagon and fucking speak out against that. You know, because now you're a fucking activist and now you care. And it's just bullshit, man, how this happens. Like, obviously, racism is never cool in any way, shape, or form. But it's being used as a tool to distract people from, from the real atrocity which is taking place on a global level, which is this COVID-19 bullshit, uh, which you're not allowed to question in any way, shape, or form. So it's especially frustrating to me, like these artists who, who um, they claim to be like these fucking activists or whatever, you know, they, they claim to be, um, what's the word? I don't know. They, they just claim to care, you know, they, they're, they're on the forefront. They're doing the work. And, and they're trying to educate people and stuff. But it's like only on certain issues. They don't talk about COVID. Like nobody will fucking question it. Because they know the minute they do, they're going to be canceled. And not only like will their career be fucked, but they'll probably be like ostracized from their social circle too. Because you know they hang out with some people that are tripping on it. And the minute they start to ask questions... They're just going to be labeled conspiracy theorist or, or whatever, you know, racist, because they've equated anyone who questions COVID with racism, too, as you're a fucking racist MAGA Trump supporter if you don't want to wear a mask or, or something like that, you know? If you don't go along with everything that Dr. Fauci says, you're a racist, and that's that's really how they've um, simplified it. If you don't want the vaccine, you're a racist. So... This fucking narrative is so overused, and I'm so sick of it, and it's fucking bullshit. Not to demean anybody who dies in a mass shooting, but uh, it's pretty fucking annoying when this type of shit happens. Meanwhile, um, at the exact same time, I had another story here. What happened to it? Oh, shit. Did I exit out of it? Hold on here. There was a story of a um, a shooting in Chicago. Mass shooting, March 2021. Which didn't make the news at all. Because uh, fucking it didn't go along with the narrative, you know? Um, at least 40 shot, 4 killed in weekend gun violence in Chicago... Two dead and 13 wounded in one mass shooting. So so 13 people got shot and two people died in this shooting in Chicago that just took place at a party. You know, like some some underground party they had in this shop um, where everyone's chilling and, and partying and stuff. Some dude opens up, starts blasting, and fucking a bunch of people die. You know, a couple of people die, actually. You know, two, just two. And a bunch of people get shot. But since this was in Chicago, on the south side of Chicago, where this is just the normal fucking shit that happens there, I guess, uh, it's cool, you know, because it, it was black people shooting each other. So, you know, they don't, it's a non-issue. It's only an issue when it's a white guy 
coming in to shoot people. And that's, you know, I don't fucking know, man. I don't know why people fall for this and, like, let everything be, um, just be reduced to to a racial thing like that. It's just really sad. And there's another story of, like, this little girl who's just sitting in the car. She gets shot in the head and just dies in, in some gang shit, you know? Some inner city gang shit, like some hood shit, you know? Fucking happens every day. But that's not news. Like, they don't care about that gun violence. It's only when it's a white guy with an AR-15 where it becomes an issue. Because that's what fits their narrative. And it's just sad, you know? People dying and getting shot at, in any way is pretty fucked up. Wouldn't you agree? Um, but they magnify certain events and cover up others. And it's just sad. And meanwhile, while that's taking place, it's almost like they have it planned beforehand. I have this article here. Um, I think it was originally from the Free Thought Project, but it's I got it on Activist Post. And it says, Mainstream media exposed coordinating identical mass shooting narratives for different states. And uh, it has all of these same exact headlines, but with just different states for it. So it says, and, and this is like screenshots of these these headlines. It says, mass shootings surge in Pennsylvania as nations face record uh, record high. Mass shootings surge in South Carolina as nation faces record high. And this is all from different um, local news places from, from those places. Mass shootings surge in Florida as nation faces record high. Mass shootings surge in Wisconsin as nation faces record high. Mass shootings surge in New York. Mass shootings surge in Tennessee. So kind of suspicious, right? Almost like they're expecting it. Uh, In case you haven't noticed, after taking a hiatus during the COVID-19 lockdowns, mass shootings are back in the limelight and and the establishment media can't wait to use them to their advantage. In fact, they've already started. One of our researchers here at the Free Thought Project, Don Villa Jr., discovered an oddity this week consisting of headlines that were identical in content but written for various states and published by entirely different news outlets. If you Google mass shooting surge, you will be returned results with exactly the same headlines but for different states. This kind of reminds me of when um, you could type in any three-digit number followed by a state and COVID death, and it would come up. Like, you could type in 532 COVID deaths, or new COVID deaths, and it would come up. And you could type in any fucking number, and it would come up. And that was that was when the COVID shit was like, eh, probably sometime during last summer. Uh, the headline reads as follows. Mass shootings surge in South Carolina as nation faces record high. As you continue to scroll down the results, you will see the exact same headline for other states like Florida, North Carolina, New York, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Colorado, Louisiana, Arkansas, Illinois, Michigan, and others. In states which didn't see a rise in mass shootings, a different title was used but with the exact same point. For example, mass shootings in Georgia, but nation faces record high. This title was applied to other states like Georgia, Indiana, California, New Jersey, Oklahoma, Alabama, and others. Identical headlines for what appears to be entirely different news outlets is definitely sketchy, but when you click the articles, you see that the text is identical with only numbers and state names plugged into them, 
to tailor it to that specific state. Below are a few examples. Mass shootings in Florida increased to 34 in 2020 from 15 the year before, while nationally mass shootings jumped nearly 50% during the pandemic with crippling unemployment, violent protests, and idle youth. Mass shootings in Tennessee increased to 19 in 2020 from seven the year before, while nationally mass shootings jumped nearly 50% during the pandemic with crippling unemployment, violent protests, and idle youth. Mass shootings in South Carolina increased to 22 in 2020 from 10 the year before, while nationally mass shootings jumped nearly 50% during the pandemic with crippling unemployment, violent protests, and idle youth. Mass shootings in Wisconsin increased to 10 in 2020 from 3 the year before, while nationally mass shootings jumped nearly 50% during the pandemic with crippling unemployment, violent protests, and idle youth. So you can see some similarities there. The rest of the article, which uh, the rest of the article follows a similar template with the authors simply filling in the names and numbers which apply to that state, but pushing the identical narrative for each article. At the end of every one of these articles, the second to last paragraph is a plug for gun control and the Biden administration's plan for it. And it goes as this. Police departments likely will have to step up their efforts to get the estimated 50 to 100 million illegal guns in the country out of circulation. The gun control measures often touted by President Joe Biden's administration may also come into play, he said. These include measures aimed at keeping guns from people who are a danger to themselves or others and creating a standard for gun storage. So who do you think they, they're talking about when, when that shit happens? Obviously, the conspiracy theorists, um, anyone they want to deem as far right or far left, anyone who's a radical, anyone who's speaking out against the government was would be a danger to themselves and others, right? Anyone who sees what the fuck's going on. Uh, it's important to point out that these news outlets are all under the USA Today network, and the articles are all written by the same two people, Marco de la Cava and Mike Stucke. Uh, while it's certainly not surprising for a news network to push similar stories to its various outlets, the way this is done is not at all transparent. Not one of these news outlets is named USA Today. Outside of the small text which says they are a part of the USA Today network, they all appear entirely independent and have vastly different names like the Tallahassee Democrat or Greenville News, the Elmwood City Ledger, and the Chronicle Express. When multiple news outlets who put on the appearance of independence all run the same exact piece, which essentially calls for gun control by fear-mongering over mass shootings, it isn't free press. This is a controlled press who is apparently being given narratives to push to their readers based on some entity's centralized vision. Uh, duh, blah, blah, blah. And then it goes to um, talking about how, you know, it's just, it's about gun control and how um, with the current administration and the people who are controlling shit, it's probably going to happen, right? Um, because a certain segment controls the, the government that wants that. So, I don't know, man. Crazy, weird stuff. And it's just, you know, it's so obvious how, how this type of shit gets politicized and used for, for certain agendas. And, uh, you know, most people just go along with it and they'll think they're being very virtuous and, and um, smart 
forward thinking people by playing along with the narrative and and posting their black square on their you know social media or now it's a yellow square or whatever whatever they tell you to do you're going to do it and uh and you'll be praised for it and and you'll think you're so smart it's kind of fucking annoying huh and then if you question it you're just a lunatic right you're just a fucking lunatic and then you could point out like articles like this where you're like, wait a minute, kind of seems like something's going on here, hmm? But nah, you're just fucking nuts. So, I guess we'll see what happens next. If there will be another um, mass shooting or or whatever. It's only a matter of time, right? Uh, it's only a matter of time. Now, moving on. I'm going to read another article. This is another kind of long one. But it's important because uh, important because I want you to understand what's happening here with with the bigger agenda behind COVID and what and what's really happening with it and where this is going to take society um, as a result of COVID. With COVID being the, the scapegoat and the the um, the reason for everything. So this is from Activist Post. And it's about the technocracy. It says technocracy will dehumanize all humans into digital assets. The WEF's Great Reset, aka technocracy, and which is enthusiastically backed by global banks and corporations, intends to turn the citizens of the world into digital assets for the sake of management, control, and profit. Instead of being a human, you will be a blip on the blockchain, which will be used to micromanage you. This isn't speculation. It's openly stated across globalist documents all around the world and in many languages. Once a global ID system is in place, it will be tied to every move and purchase you make, along with every psychographic and physical aspect of your life. Cradle to cradle. Why cradle to cradle? Because the DNA and genetic engineering will play a central role. This is by Leo Homan. Uh, few are aware of it, but the digital the digitalization of the human race is advancing at a breakneck speed. Don't look now, but the world is racing down a path that has been interlaid with landmines of control and surveillance, and yet almost no Western politician of any party seems concerned enough to even talk about the impact of this while uh, to even talk about the impact this will have on personal privacy. If you're curious about what the future holds, listen to technocrats like Bill Gates. One year ago, in March 2020, as governments were shutting down their economies citing a mysterious virus, Gates did a series of media interviews calling for a globalized digital certificate for every human being on the planet. He said this was the only way to keep up with who has the virus and who has been vaccinated. Uh, Note that no vaccine was known to be in the pipeline in March 2020, but Gates talked about the vaccine as if it was just around the corner. He knew. And don't forget, Bill Gates was also part of the, uh, what the fuck do you call it, Event 201. You know, he put that on where they predicted all of this. Uh, In a March 18th, 2020 Ask Me Anything online forum sponsored by Reddit, Gates was asked how changes, uh, what changes need to be made Uh, to the way businesses operate to ensure public health without ruining the economy. Gates' answer to the problem was digital certificates, 
which clearly drives once-free Western societies into a show-your-papers scenario that pre-COVID would have been considered a Nazi-like taboo. And that's their ID2020 thing, right? Gates was also known at the time to be investing in the ID2020 initiative, which seeks to connect people's vaccine history to their purchasing actions. Instead of taking Gates seriously back in March 2020, the vast majority of folks blew off his comments as the fantasy of the world's biggest geek. I was one of the first last year to suggest that Gates ought to be taken seriously and that his ultimate plan was to update every person's genetic code with the latest version of mRNA virus protection, similar to the way his Microsoft Windows operating system automatically updates your computer. Gates is not just spewing techno fairy tales. He is a big-time mouthpiece for the techno-medical wing of the New World Order. There are also economic, social, and religious wings of the NWO. I believe Gates gets many of his ideas from less widely known individuals associated with the World Economic Forum, the same folks pushing for the so-called Great Reset. Gates also likes to work in partnerships uh, with the Rockefeller Family Foundations. It was David Rockefeller in 1973 who co-founded with Zbigniew Brzezinski the Trilateral Commission, an elitist technocratic organization that promised to promote the creation of a new international economic order. Some of the most prominent thought leaders driving the rapid changes in the global economy today are members of the Trilateral Commission, whose current membership role includes representatives from central banks in Europe, the Americas, and Asia. Multinational corporations, in cooperation with big banks, big pharma, big tech, big government, and globalists connected to the United Nations World Economic Forum, are using the COVID crisis to transform the way money, goods, and services trade hands. But it doesn't stop there. They are using the opportunity presented by the pandemic, says WEF Director Klaus Schwab, to transform healthcare, banking, industrial production, energy production, and consumption systems global land use, and even the way we socialize together as human beings. Zoom calls. Schwab has commented that no industry will be exempt from the Great Reset, and the UN states in its Agenda 2030 that no person will be left behind by this coming, by this coming global system. Since no vote was held and none of us were asked if we wanted to sign up for the Great Reset or Agenda 2030, this begs the question, what will be done with dissidents who refuse to go along with this vision for the world? The answer lies hidden in the coming cashless system. These elites wanted to get rid of cash for a long time. This has been a priority item on their to-do list for more than 60 years. Cash is simply too difficult to track, and the technocratic elites are obsessed with tracking, measuring, and monitoring everything in real time. They want to monetize, put a value on every human life. To achieve this, they need to be able to track with pinpoint accuracy everyone's spending and consumption habits. They now believe they have found the solution, which is replacing cash with a new digital currency based on blockchain technology. Bitcoin. They're going to get everyone into it by, you know, making it have a good return on your investment right now. Make it popular. Make it cool. You know, get Elon Musk involved so you can make some money. But really, you know, what's the real driving factor behind this technology and who really invented it who is satoshi mysterious guy who invents the craziest fucking technology ever and doesn't want anyone to know about it Eh, it seems a little suspicious 
And what will this new digital currency be backed up by? There are several theories, but none of which are likely to involve precious metals such as gold or silver. Some believe that the new world currency will be backed up by the world's major land masses and the natural resources beneath that land. This could explain why the Chinese and Bill Gates have been going on a land-buying binge, which includes farmland in the U.S. Uh, blah, 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 and it fucking continues, and it just talks about how, uh, you know, where this shit's gonna go as far as the ID2020 thing and just exemplifying how this whole covid thing is just a it's a it's a disguise for the, for the new the new control system that they're implementing and that has been in the making for a very long time and i th- i think something that often gets overlooked by people who who um are talking about this kind of stuff is that a, a part of that agenda that's coming out is to get rid of a lot of people. There's like too many people. And and you'll hear that in the talks they give, um, this this global elite, the elitist technocrats. They think that there's too many people. And they mean too many of you, obviously. There's not too many of them. They're rich. They got money. There's too many poor people. And there's an agenda to get rid of the poor people. And just because we don't see the effects of COVID-19 you know, in real life, really. I mean, you know, you, you get this test where they have to shove this rod up your nose because apparently that's the only place they can find COVID. But we, and yeah, at the same time, we all have to wear masks because it's so fucking contagious. Why can't you just do a mouth swab, right? I mean, that's the most obvious inconsist- inconsistency. But regardless of that, um, you know, we're not we're not seeing much of it right now, but that's not to say that there isn't a, a real biological weapon that's released and it, that has some real disastrous effects on people. Or, or we can get a little crazy with this shit and just make some assumptions. We could speculate and think about um, what this real what what the vaccine is really for. You know, is it really about tracking us? I mean, yeah, okay, it might have that function because um, the mRNA technology. There is nanotechnology that exists. That's what the forefront of technology is right now. That's where all the innovations are being made. It's fucking crazy what they can do. And all this shit, like I've said a bunch of times on here, it all originates from the Department of Defense. This is all DARPA technology. And it only gets released to the public when when it's been decided to be released for a purpose. Just like the internet was released, it was created by DARPA and released for a purpose to get everyone into the internet, to get everyone's data, and for tracking purposes. Now, you have this nanotechnology stuff. And it's stated that this mRNA vaccine, which isn't a vaccine in the the traditional sense, and it hasn't been approved by the FDA, although mRNA technology has been, um, they've been trying to get that through the FDA, but it's never happened because it hasn't been proven to be safe. It hasn't met the guidelines set out by the FDA. But now, with COVID, they're able to get, the emergency use authorization, which is not an approval, not by any means. It's an emergency use authorization. So it's still in the experimental phase. But the way they're they're pushing it in the media, which is owned by Big Pharma, who are getting filthy fucking rich off of this, not that they weren't rich to begin with, uh, they're pushing it like it's just the greatest thing ever and everything's been tested and there's absolutely no harmful side effects that may happen and and you got to do it to save grandma and to save the world and to get back to normal. 
but it's never going to get back to normal. And you're always going to need like an update to this vaccine. And what does this vaccine really do? And what's the real purpose of it? And how does it tie into other technologies which are being introduced right now, such as 5G? You know, what? like that was an initial uh, skepticism that existed when COVID first became a thing because people pointed out how Wuhan was like one of the first places to implement 5G. It was like a testing ground. And then other places that had a lot of illness like were were other places that had all this new 5G technology installed. So I think there I think there could be a connection there. And I think the the harmful effects of radio frequency, electromagnetic frequency is something that's been covered up for a very long time because it's essential to the control system they want to put in. And think about this, you get you you get injected with all these little nanobots, right? And then we're surrounded by this electromagnetic grid and all of these 5G towers that are beaming out these invisible waves that are doing who the fuck knows what, right? But supposedly, they operate on a similar wavelength as to what your body operates because every cellular transfer that takes place inside your body, every time something happens and, and your cells fucking do that shit where they make food and whatever the fuck cells do... It happens on a certain wavelength. And same with every brain function too. Every synapse in your brain happens at a certain um, measurable electromagnetic frequency. And this has been well studied for a very long time. I mean, all the brain studies are about this. All the brain studies are about mind control and all the studies they do with rats and shit like that. It's all about controlling people. So now you have nanotechnology, you have this... This at our atmosphere completely inundated with with these frequencies that work on a very similar frequency to what our bodies work on in our brains, and it, it's happening in conjunction at the same time over a bullshit virus that's not nearly as potent or as virulent as they say, which is basically a rebranding of the common cold and the flu, because those have you know at the same time disappeared. You, you got these new technologies coming. You got nanotechnology. You got 5G. And then 6G, 7G. That shit, they're already working on that shit. W- what is the connection between the two? That's my question. And what can happen, hypothetically, you know, because everything's wireless now. You look at the shit your cell phone can do. You know, Alexa, all these things fucking can start your car from a thousand miles away. You can really do that with an app on your phone. So everything's wireless, and why, you know, what's the wireless element going to be with with um, this nanotechnology that's inside your body? You know, and that's that's too crazy, too conspiratorial for most people. They can't even conceive of that. because But most people are so fucking dumb, and they just, they don't even see what's going on around them. Let alone what, what the forefront of technology is, and what's really, like, happening in the technological realm. People can't even see what's happening, like, in right in front of their face. They can't even see the chemtrails in the sky. You know what I'm saying? You really think they they understand the the newest technology and, like, what it could be used for and what's really happening with that? Obviously not. I don't think so. Um, you know, what if, what if there's a connection with this technology where you got all these little robots inside you? Maybe they're self-assembling. Maybe they um, can self-replicate like, like other cells can. Um, what if they could flip a switch and make these motherfuckers explode? 
or whatever. You know, everyone just blows up. Everyone turns purple one day. Purple polka dots. Maybe, uh, or just get sick, you know, more realistically. Everyone gets sick. That can happen, man. That that, that technology does exist. And the, the ability to um, impact people with wireless frequencies, especially if you already got the little transmitter inside of you or the receiver or whatever, which would be the nanotechnology from the vaccines. You know, maybe you could make everyone sick. Maybe you could make everyone die. Maybe you could uh, mind control everyone. I don't know. You know, it seems like the technology exists. There's been books written about written about that. There's been research done on um, the chemtrails and the shit they're spraying in that that says that this is this, um, they call it a cross-domain bacteria, which is the this little nanotechnology that exhibits properties of like a plant, an animal, a fungus, and a robot. And it, and it does all these different things, and supposedly it's in everybody. And you could do the red wine test to prove this, and they're like these little weird fibers. Um, and and Clifford Carnicom, a very smart scientist, spent a lot of time studying these fibers that are found in everybody, but particularly in these people who are suffering from this illness called Morgellons. And what Morgellons was, was these people had these open sores on their body, and they had these little fibers coming out of these sores in their body. And they were itchy and annoying, and they looked terrible, and they were it was horrific. And these people went to the doctor to try to figure out what was going on, and the doctors wouldn't do anything for them. They didn't know. Number one, they, they didn't know. Or number two, they told them that they were crazy, and they were suffering from some sort of mental illness when they had physical symptoms. So how insulting is that? To go to the doctor, you have these sores with these fucking little string-like motherfuckers coming out of it, and the doctor tells you you're just insane, and that's not really happening. When there's real shit coming out of you and stuff, you got like a real sores and whatnot. So Clifford Carnicom did research on these things to try to figure out what they are, um, put them into like these microscopes and, and study how they react to certain chemicals and certain stimuli. And, uh... Yeah, man, basically determining that these fucking things were constructed in the lab. Um, They're given to us through the chemtrails. They spray them out in the fucking sky. They package them in freeze-dried erythrocytes. And what an erythrocyte is, is a red blood cell. So it's like a they, they create these red blood cells and then they fucking encapsulate them in, in like some protective coating and then once it finds a host and it gets inside you you breathe it in um whatever gets in your body and then this this um protective coating disintegrates releases the the um the product which it was carrying which is these morgellon fibers like these little organisms little nanobot motherfuckers and they start to self-replicate inside of your body and some people had adverse reactions, and that's why they were, like, rejecting them, and they were coming out of their skin. And uh, you take this shit in the lab, and they fucking look at them and see they got, like, little numbers on them and stuff, and, like, little fucking markers of, of where they came from, kind of. And, like, I don't know, man. Nanotechnology is just something that blows my fucking mind. It's bullshit. It's not something that should be, like, I don't even think it should be being fucked with, honestly. But, um... 
I think there is an agenda to to get this type of shit into everybody and then have ultimate control over them. And mRNA is one of those things that that can allow that. And I think most people underestimate where we're at as far as um, what's possible with technology. And I just, I don't trust this vaccine and I wouldn't encourage anyone to ever get it. And just the very fact that the government or maybe some some professions are trying to manipulate people into getting a, an untested, experimental, unapproved vaccine, like, what the fuck, man? That's bullshit. That's 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 illegal for one. I mean, it's illegal. It's immoral, and it's fucking bullshit. And uh, I wouldn't encourage anyone to get it. But then again, I have people in my own life who will probably get it too, regardless of whatever I say. Isn't it funny how that shit works? You like, you could spend so many hours and so much time um, researching and and trying to figure out what's going on and trying to let other people know what's going on, and you could still have some of the closest people in your life to you. Go go do exactly, like, the opposite. So, you can't get through to everyone, man. And, uh, you know, we're coming to a time, too, where, where just me doing little talks like this and, and trying to point out certain things or speculate on, on what might happen will get me deemed, like, as a fucking terrorist. And who knows what could happen, you know? I'm very suspicious about what happened to Alan Watt, man. Like, I think they took him out. He was too smart. He was too logical. He was too... He was too calm and, and well put together and uh, and he was easily exposing what was happening. So, I don't know, man. I don't know what the future holds. It just doesn't look good. It doesn't look good when everybody keeps falling for the same old tricks. And uh, I just don't know. I'm very suspicious. I'm very suspicious. And on top of that, you got Billy Gates, man, Dr. Bill. He's releasing all these genetically modified mosquitoes. 750 million mosquitoes in Florida and Texas this year. So um, the start of the releases is planned for 2021. Supposedly what these uh, mosquitoes are supposed to do. It's from a, a company called Oxitec, which is a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation company. Uh, according to the application, the plan is to only release genetically engineered male insects which will mate with wild female mosquitoes and produce offspring. Only the male offspring will be capable of only the male offspring will be capable of surviving, whereas the inserted genetic construct is supposed to kill any female offspring, and the effect is intended to carry on through following generations so that the mosquito population will be vastly reduced. The trials were approved by several US authorities at the end of August, but still need approval for further for further uh, local authorities. Is that this this article is from last year? Um, and you know it's just it's very suspicious. Another thing that's like okay, they're releasing these genetically modified mosquitoes. Mosquitoes are almost like little fucking needles, aren't they? You know they got that little needle nose. They stick in you and they suck your blood. Fuck seems like a good way to uh, if you if you had a bunch of little nanotechnology you wanted to get everybody. Stick it in the mosquitoes. Have those motherfuckers fly around and give to everyone. Huh? Shit, that's not a bad idea. A little devious. A little fucking disgusting and weird. But um, I wouldn't put it past them. And you, I'll put a link up to... I'm actually about to post it on my Instagram because it's such a weird video. It's, a, it's on the Bill Gates YouTube. 
and it's like this eerie swamp that's all dark and creepy looking. And then it's the fucking Grim Reaper, like, wading through this swamp and walking through it with his sickle and his fucking big hood on, looking like evil as fuck. And he's made out of mosquitoes. And and then <laughs> it's so weird. And it, it's like this swarm of mosquitoes. And it, like, zooms in onto the face of him. You just see all these mosquitoes. And the mosquito fucking, like, attacks you and kills you. And then it says... It goes all black and it says, fucking the deadliest killer or some shit. And then that's all it is. It has no explanation. And it's like, what the fuck? What a weird, weird guy. Or whatever they're using this guy for. I don't know. I don't trust him. I'm very suspicious of all of this stuff. I don't know about GMO mosquitoes. I don't like GMOs in general. Let alone some something that can fucking bite me and inject me with whatever whatever shit they've been genetically engineered with and put that in me, you know? So I think there's a lot we aren't being told, obviously. But just judging by what we are being told, there's so much, like, so many red flags with everything that's been happening. (sighs) Not to mention just the day-to-day drudgery of, of what we have to do in life with, um, all the stupid COVID measures, having to wear a mask, and just all the brainwashing, people worried. Ah, maybe we just uh, don't want to, we'll just ignore it, right? Like everybody else does. Let's just focus on good stuff, and it'll just go away, right? On its own? I don't know about that. I don't know if I subscribe to that belief. But you can only control so much. Me, personally, I think it's, interesting to become informed and like kind of know what's going on try to warn people about it maybe maybe um influence some positive change but at the same time i look around and i see what people are doing and i don't see much hope but i'm still here trying right fuck it somebody's gotta do it other than that i'm gonna get out of town for a couple days go uh check out the beach chill And have a good old time. So until then, love you guys. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll catch you next week. Peace out. Turn me up a little. Check, check. I won't pretend like I know all your pain. Yeah, that goes without saying. I won't pretend with no phony display. Most of you showing no shame Time for a change Lying in the streets Fighting for peace With riot police The violence is high Right to increase Before any justice Will finally be seen Remember when Joker released It was lit Fixing the rise We thought it was sick Half a year later We beat up our neighbors Start breaking their shops Robbing their shit Dicks Most of our racists are cops Blatantly hateful Pray that they stop The system is rigged So ignorant pigs Do bidding of devils They place at the top I wasn't shocked By the murder of George more that have I been heard it before That's the worst shit about Earth anymore But now it's a matter that can't be ignored Mass demonstration and blasting the station With tax and frustration like fuck the police Fast inclinations to massacre races And laugh at their faces like fuck your beliefs Run through the streets, throw bricks at the pigs Start with the arson and dip from this bitch Sick of this shit, homie can't breathe People just streaming the feed on IG Last week celebrities saying stay home This week is everyone gang up in droves 
their throne and slaving the clone. If you need bail, they'll go pay for your loan. Everything's racial, asking for fights. Media sees it as black versus white. Meanwhile, your government's snatching your rights, compassionate plights, masking the vice. Miraculous, everyone's activists now. Searching for truth, passing it round. Righteous opinions, pass from the bows. Flying the ride to smash up your town. I won't pretend like I know all your pain. Yeah, that goes without saying I won't pretend with no phony display Most of you showing no shame Time for a change Line in the streets Fighting for peace With riot police The violence is high Right to increase Before any justice will finally be seen I won't pretend like I know all your pain Yeah, that goes without saying I won't pretend with no phony display Most of you showing no shame Time for a change Line in the streets Fighting for peace With riot police The violence is high Right to increase Before any justice will finally be seen And that's real time Late May 2020 Post-pandemic Shit's getting real, folks Ham is a lion killer Putting in my two cents.